0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome back to the Chatters Box. My name is Kyle McClellan, your host, and I am joined today by Mr. 200. (laughs) Adam Wainwright, fresh off his 200th win. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. I've been trying to get you to do this all year and you've been blowing yeah. me off and putting me off. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you ask? Yeah, <laughs> Check your text messages, they're in there. Um but I'm glad it happened now. Mm. Here we are. Uh this is probably gonna come out tomorrow, so we're to set the
0: scene. We're two days after two hundred. See, that's I knew that was gonna happen. That's why I waited so yeah. that you would have a better show. You yeah, it's for you. I appreciate that. Um has it set in yet? Mm, I don't know. I don't I it's really cool i'll tell you that Mm -hmm. i mean it's you know it's uh it's better than i thought it was going to be i mean you know i kept trying to tell myself look you know it's just a number i if i go out and throw three shutouts in a row to end the season and they don't score runs 199 200 is not a a difference there's a difference you know there is and but um i got some really cool text messages along the way you know and and uh, a lot of great encouragement from tons of different people along the way and took me an hour and 42 minutes today to answer text messages from the other day so um you know i I tried to do a personal one too not just like a you know a a mass text to everybody i i I felt like you know people a lot of people had their hand on this so i felt like i needed to make it personal back to them and and uh, i loved every second of it you know it wasn't a it wasn't like oh gosh it was a man this is this is pretty neat you know i mean a lot of those names had to
1: be I'm sure guys you competed against, former teammates. I mean, give me an idea of uh, of 300 and something texts. I know you posted, you know, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. what Over are some four, of those names that stood about out? About
0: 450 something <laughs> texts, actually. Crazy. I didn't even think I had, you know, that many people that cared about me that much, but I appreciated it so much. Um, I mean, some crazy names, right? Johnny Bench reached out to me. I did not know he had my number at all. He didn't. He just went and got it somehow. Um, I had rob manfred reach out i had uh you know john ham reach out and some other cool people like that in the hollywood scene i had um lots of former players and teammates reach out and and uh all my family of course and people growing up you know that i hadn't talked to since the little league i mean really a lot of really neat things happened this week yeah so take
1: me back to that game i mean it's uh, it's been a tough year for you right Mm -hmm. i mean when you come into this year you're thinking I only got a handful left to get I'm probably going to get it you know you're 42 man it's like in in and, and I know you you know like watching mm-hmm. you I can tell like you don't have to go into it but you're not 100% let's nope. just say that not <laughs> right? even close buddy. so I mean it's clearly you can see that yeah. and you're going out and competing and and you've had some tough ones and the thing that I respect about you more than anything and this is this is not just this year but like you you can't get you can't get down. Like I've never seen mm-hmm. you get down. I've seen you get frustrated, but you come back and you're always optimistic. Mm-hmm. And it's always the next start. I'm going to turn it around. Yep. You know. And and you've convinced yourself that. You convince your teammates that. Um, and and you've you've gone through this season, had the ups and downs. That game in Baltimore man that that had to be the one that's like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna get this right like if you don't yeah. get that one in Baltimore it's it's a lot harder
0: makes it a lot tougher and uh I'll tell you I, I got done with that game and I told Jenny I think this is one of my favorite wins ever just because um you know the the chips were stacked against me had not been uh, going well for a few months. I actually had been pitching a little better lately and, you know, working around what I have now. I'm, I'm finally getting comfortable with what I have. And so, like, I know I need to change some arm angles and mm-hmm. throw some different speeds on different pitches and change locations of things that I didn't use to throw and, and try different stuff. And, and the hitters are telling me that that works. You know, so like, you know, if my body didn't feel horrible, I might <laughs> think, golly, that might be fun to just see a, what a whole season that looks like. Because you know, the times that I've done that well, um, I've pitched pretty good games against some good teams San Diego, Baltimore, and now um, Milwaukee. You know, we're talking about three really, really talented offenses um, coming down the stretch here. I knew it was, gonna, was not going to be easy. I faced San Diego, Atlanta, Baltimore, Milwaukee, and then San Diego again, and then Cincinnati, which has always had my number. So I'm thinking, well, dang, if I get it, I'm going to earn it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the idea going into the season was to get five wins in the first month of the season, right? right? Like, just right. go ahead and get it over with and then just have a great time and win 215 games mm-hmm. this year. But uh, about two weeks before the season started, my body just, man, it just shut down on me basically. You know, I fought my way through the WBC the best I could. Luckily, I had an incredible curveball work that I could work at any count didn't have much fastball but i didn't almost need to because i was spinning it really well and then when i started the season finally this year um well i tweaked my leg right in the very last second the the, right before the championship game of the wbc tweaked my my adductor in my left leg so i missed a couple of weeks there but when i did come back I lost my curveball for <laughs> you know a couple of months and so like you know how that is for me that's like yeah. I don't even that's like losing oxygen almost yeah, for me you, you know throw that a more than your fastball right else, yeah. so I mean that's that made it a lot tougher um, and so you know how it is sometimes you just got to find a way sometimes you got to figure out when it's not going good or you got you know your arm stinks or your back's killing you which has been very true of both of those <laughs> all year this year you just got to figure out a way to make it happen and, and find a way to win
1: well I can tell you, my son and I were watching, um, you know, every time you're starting paying attention to it, get home from practices or whatever, it's like, Hey, let's turn it on, uh, in one nothing. And you go out for the fifth and look like you're cruising. Okay. Is he going to come back out? Yeah. He goes back out for the sixth, you know, Ali comes out, have that conversation. Okay. We're going to, we get through this. And then the stinking leadoff hitter gets on, I think every inning, the seventh, eighth, and ninth <laughs> when they bring the bullpen and I'm like, Oh my gosh, one, nothing game. Um, at that point like if it doesn't happen there mm-hmm. i'm like man mentally i don't know. i mean he's the toughest he's the toughest guy mentally <laughs> i know but i'm like man i don't know i think he's all in on this yeah. and and let let's get it finished but so you you're out of the game you you lose the control mm-hmm. now yep. um you can see the way your teammates are fighting i mean it's it's obvious they're playing different than than we've seen them play i mean they know what's on the line um helsley comes in for a four out save hasn't had it since may so it it finally happens Mm. okay the fly ball
0: goes to right field Mm -hmm. it finally happens i mean just what what is that what is that like because you know what i noticed when i when that when that last out was made and tommy catches the ball you know what i noticed right away jordan walker is right behind him and he jumps (laughs) up for joy like he won the world series Mm Mm-hmm and I think my whole team did that during that second and it was just it was so cool to me they were pushing hard for me you know they wanted to win obviously anyways but for us to go out and win that game especially a one nothing game yeah you know where I was able to pitch seven good innings and uh, I felt like me again you know if at least one last time I felt like me out Mm -hmm. there it felt like I was supposed to be, you know, as a pitcher, I was in control of the game and controlling counts and keeping guys off base. And when they did get on base, controlling the running game and doing all the little things that pitchers has to have to do. And uh, when that third out was made, you know, he's jumping up and down, and I'm 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 hugging, I'm I'm tearing up and, and hugging. You know, the first two hugs I gave were to Jason Shudd and Adam Olson, the two guys that have poured the most into me the last five or six years when it's been, you know what, it's been a work for them. To get those me out those there. are athletic trainers. Athletic those trainers, really yeah, and th- they, they and that's been work for them. and them. And Chris Conroy was the next one, and these three guys have been there through thick and thin for me. When I showed up the other day, I showed up with all kinds of back spasms. You can't believe. <laughs> and uh, Conroy goes, "All right, go get him." And then he looked at Adam. He told me this afterwards. He looked at him. He goes, "Man, he's he's up the creek, dude. He's mm-hmm. screwed." Mm-hmm and then adam walks into the trainers and to the ollie's office and says hey you might want to get a plan b going because this guy's pretty jacked up today and you know my arm was not great it's it's not in the best spot (laughs) you know we'll talk about it more after the season (laughs) but it's been better i'll just tell you that and uh a warm-up was probably the top three toughest warm-ups i've ever had my whole life um you know just could barely get it to the catcher and and as we got warmed up i thought you know what this is that we're doing it today mm-hmm. today it's happening and i'm putting everything i got into this every single thing i got i'm leaving it out there and we'll see what happens well and for me it was cool because it was vintage you right i mean you gotta understand
1: from a listener standpoint when i was teammates with you in '08, you didn't pitch for most of that year right you had mm-hmm. uh I made like
0: 20 starts
1: yeah. okay yeah i know you i know you had an injury for that so 09 now we got you and Carp, mm-hmm. and we had our feet up in the bullpen on those days because <laughs> we knew we weren't pitching. The closer maybe was going to throw, mm-hmm. but I mean, it was—you were throwing a shutout, giving up one run. You were going eight for mm-hmm. sure, you know. I mean, and, and so that was that was the thing for me watching. I'm like, the, he gets to go out the way that yeah. this is him, you know. Yep. I mean, guy gets on first base, ground ball, double play, boom. You know, I mean, it was it was classic you, um, and and you've also, I mean, 2000. Um, was it 2010? You came up to me in Miami and BP, and you're like, I think I, I think I tore my elbow. I'm like, what do you mean? You got 19 wins. You're like, I'm going to pitch the next game in Chicago with a torn elbow. And you went out and did it, and you're yeah. throwing 83. So I'm like, I know yeah. he can do it, and yeah. he's tough, and he's going to fight through it. And there's always things that people don't know that's going on mm-hmm. of, of that. But
0: so, so 200, I mean, is that why you came back this year? No, I mean, I came – well, that was one of the reasons I came back, because I felt like that was a cool number. But I really came back to win a World Series. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I felt like – the team we had, the young team we had, and we—I felt like you know we had some guys that were going to step up. I thought we were going to win. Um, turned out not to be the way I wanted to go out that way. Um, You know, we we just got off to a horrible start right away, and our our pitching just wasn't there, and then our hitting didn't wasn't there, and then our fielding was you know for the first three quarters of the season, our fielding was really bad, and um, just everything, just nothing, nothing worked. You know, and you know how it is. I mean, in two thousand ten. We didn't make the postseason. We had two top five Cy Young guys in an MVP, and a couple of incredible players all around them. Matt Holliday and great bullpen and you know great other starters. And I mean, it just didn't work out. Like the magic wasn't there for some reason. And uh, and this year, just for whatever reason, just the magic didn't happen. You know, the the guys that I thought were going to step up, including myself, didn't. Um, and uh, but the good thing is we did see some some young guys. You know, come of their own. We saw Brendan Donovan really step up. What a player he is. We saw Jordan Walker. We figured out what kind of guy that guy is. I see him working in the outfield to try to get better every day. He's going to be great. Um see Mason come up and play great defense. Man, that day, that game he played <laughs> behind me the other day. He looked like Ozzy Smith yeah, out it's there. It's going to be you know? fun to watch, yeah. Yeah, he's incredible mm-hmm. out there, and he's got such a great arm to go with it. You know, I think he's going to hit better and better the more he's comfortable with big league pitching. He's just, I mean, look, these guys are 20 years old. Right. They're 20, 20 and 21 years old, and they're asking them to learn in the big leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, because we, we have a lot less minor league stuff going on. We used to a lot less teams. Um, and, you know, with the way, I don't know, salaries or whatever it is, and, and especially the way this season went, they didn't learn that stuff in the minor leagues. They said, come on up to the big leagues. And learn here and that's a tough place to learn Mm -hmm. you know how it is it's Mm -hmm. a very tough place to learn but i think they're doing great they're grinding through really well they're working their tails off they got a great mindset great attitudes um and i think i think honestly i think this struggle this year is going to be very good for the organization going forward I think the team realized we needed to make some adjustments I think the the front office realized they need to make some adjustments I think the the hitters and the pitchers and the, the fielders and the positioning and everybody realized they need to make some adjustments they need to step up they need to be better and they take this serious when they come into spring training next year there's gonna be some ticked-off Cardinals <laughs> ready to uh, get back on top of this division again and so um, sometimes you need that wake-up call well and it's been a while here I mean we've, yeah. we've had a good run
1: Um, and the thing that I know you take seriously is, you're. can you say you're done for next year? Done, buddy. Okay. <laughs> done what, as it gets. So well you're done for next year, but you're still invested and committed to these guys yeah. for next year. I yep. mean, you might not be on the team and in that locker room, mm-hmm. but you're trying to leave this locker room, this organization, in yep. a place that they can go forward. And And that's honestly the organization I mean there's been you know the Chris Carpenters the Mike Mathenies before him that you can go down the line right mm-hmm. and especially the last 20 years of guys that have played that role have you ever thought about that I know I know you get asked about it and I know um, you know maybe as you step back and have time to reflect a little bit more but like your name and the things that you've brought to this organization are gonna stay here for a long time and, and the things that you've carried on things you have made important I think about Starting pitchers going out and watching each other throw. There's no other organ, and it blows my mind. Maybe there is now, and I don't see it. There's no other organization that has their starters go out there mm-hmm. and and watch each other in the bullpen. And I think that's crazy. Like I think that should be a standard thing, and that's something that you've really enforced yep. and continued, you know, to, to take on uh, and make sure that these young guys do that. That's going to happen for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I mean, all the all the ways you've poured
0: into these guys. I mean, does that hit you at all? Well, I've loved being a part of carrying that baton and hand it to the next guys you know um we when i got here we were handed a great gift of of a, an organization you know the, this place was in great shape with great leaders and great veteran leadership and great young guys coming up who wanted to be that next leader and and uh you know we were we were we were spoiled here to come up in this way in this organization um what a shame it would be if i left it be- worse than i got it you know and so um that's what I, I always tell these guys. Hey, when you like simple things too. It's not just it's not just like going out on the field and doing things the right way as a player. But like when you're inside the locker room, when you're inside the clubhouse, when you get done shaving, hey, wash it out. <laughs> Throw your razor away. Whatever it is, you know. Like this is your home. Like let's take care of it. You know, tipping the guys and and cleaning up your plate and and you know, a lot of there's, there's a saying like it's the big league. Somebody will get it. Right. Like we don't really we don't really uh believe in that so much right you should handle your own business in there and, and take care of it just like it was your own bedroom or something so um i love i love uh watching young guys enforce that too like hey man you're gonna get this plate like you're just gonna leave it here and i'm, I'm like yes man <laughs> yes you know and um that's fun to me to to watch guys uh see the right thing and then want to do the right thing uh so yachty bummer he wasn't there
1: mm-hmm. yesterday for you but i mean Talk about that relationship a little bit, um, you know, and I, I know how how close you guys are and how tight you are. It had to be tough without him this year, you know. Yeah, going, going through it, and not having him there.
0: Yeah, he's like your security blanket, you know. Like uh, it's um, he knows he knows a look in my face when I'm when I'm needing him to be more, when I'm more reliant on him calling pitches or where if whether he needs to set up more or halves of the plate or or thirds of the plate or off the plate, you know, whatever it is, and he knows whether he's looking at me whether he needs to come out there and be like hey man let's freaking go or, or if he needs to be like hey you're great i love you you know it's a, he just he and i had so much time together that it's uh, that relationship is hard to replicate but i'll tell you i, I had a great relationship with kiz and and uh Contreras this year also and man Contreras and i've really grown over the last couple of months getting comfortable with game calling and sequencing and and how you work between uh between games and you know what I'm seeing and what he's seeing sometimes that's different so you talk about it and then you get on the same page I love doing that stuff you know I love that's my favorite part of pitching is the preparation behind it and so those guys prepare hard they work their tails off to to be to be good and to help us be better one of the you say that about
1: Yadi. there was a time I was out in the mound I was struggling and I gave him that look and then he'd whistle at Albert and they pick a guy off at first and I was like yes I needed that because it was I like bases low and I knew yeah. I wasn't getting it. <laughs> he knew he, he yeah. knew I needed it um I you, you can't talk about your time here and your career uh without talking about your family and mm-hmm. Jenny and I know um, Jenny is one of the sweetest human beings ever and, and you don't get to play this long with as many kids yeah. that you have without having that rock at home Mm -hmm. um, to be able to allow you to come here and do those things. I mean, you you know, you played a long time in this league and I was, my family came to a game the other day and we were sitting close to uh, the family section and Jenny wasn't there. You weren't pitching, but I just, I, I told Bridget, I was like, man, like we've been out of this for so long you know and she's still coming to these games Mm -hmm. and bringing the kids down and doing all that and uh it's just wild to think about you know this is a this isn't just an Adam Wainwright thing I mean this is a this is a team deal and and I know how special she is Mm -hmm. um and how amazing she is but uh just talk a little bit about that family dynamic and you know it's tough being away as as much as you guys are and I know your kids are split a little bit now and as they're getting older
0: it is. It's. It has gotten tougher as they've gotten older. Um, Seventeen, f- almost fifteen, almost twelve, and then seven, almost seven, and uh, or seven and four. You know, so I got, I got all the ages, all the schools. You know, we got a, we got a high school, middle school, elementary school, and pre-K in my house. <laughs> um, and uh, luckily, that my daughter Bailey, my oldest one, she can drive now, so she she can take. My other daughter Morgan to school with her thank goodness they both in high school it's a crazy thought that I have two daughters in high school that just <laughs> I don't seem that old to my in my mind until I say it out loud but um at, at home Jenny is uh you said the sweetest I mean the other day this is an example of of her little I call her the baby baby bunny rabbit because like you cannot get mad at this this woman <laughs> because she's too sweet the other day she slammed her her finger in the in the uh, cabinet in the kitchen and she like had this hurt face. And she went bad word, bad word, bad word. And I don't mean she said three bad words. She said bad word, bad word, bad word. And I thought you are just as innocent and sweet as it gets in the world, aren't you? And, and she, she was like, Oh, I don't feel innocent. And I was like, yeah, you're good as it gets, baby. But you know what? She, she has been so supportive of me and she's wanted me to live this out. She's wanted me to finish this dream. And and she would not have had it any other way than me coming back this year. She knew that if I went home with 195 wins and a team that I felt like should have won the World Series that we didn't even get to the World Series, she knew I would have I would have not been able to forgive myself the rest of my life and regretted that big time. And she was pushing hard. You've got to come back. What are you? Are you kidding me? You've got to come back. You got things to do. You got to win. You got to get these wins. You got to you got to help these young guys. You know, Albert and Yachty are gone, and so you need to like you know help these guys out and and. Uh, and she was right, man. I just, um, I'm so grateful that, that I've had her. But but also, the other day, I looked at her and I said, all right, now are you, uh, you about ready for me to be done with this thing? And she's like. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I would never tell you that I want you to be done, but I would be okay if you were done. Right. And I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I she is.
1: I mean, she's amazing. Um, and, and, and I've personally, I'm going to inject some personal stuff here, but, you know, when I first got here, uh, I just got married, uh, didn't have kids, and me and you became pretty close pretty fast. And, you know, I I learned so much about being a husband, uh, being a father, you know, from hanging out with you, seeing the way you interacted with your kids and, and, and how you spent that time. You know, you're gone a lot, right? So when you get home, you only got a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I was done, went over to your house and, you know, the kids were you know, doing homework or something, you're like, get outside and play, you know, you guys need to play and like those things like stick out. Um, and I always tell people you're the most influential person in my life, you know, and, and, and that, that comes from, you know, me coming up being 23 years old, just being married. Like I, I, I can truly say, I feel like my life is different because I had a role model and I had a great upbringing, had great parents, but having that, uh, connection that me and you had, um, and learning from you, ahead of that. I mean, it, it changed the, tra- the trajectory of my life, career-wise, you know, whatever. But I think, um, you know, I more so. that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, you, you <laughs> messed that one up. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish I had the longevity that you had. But the, you know, all, all that stuff. And, and we went to, you know, we went on a trip together to Haiti uh, in 2014. And you and Jenny invited my wife and I, and we went down there, and it's been life changing for us. We started our foundation in partnership with you and the work that, that we get to do together down in Haiti. Um, and I know that's extremely important to you, more so than the on the field stuff. And I know you're as competitive as they get on the field, but you, you truly, like, when people ask me about you, I say, you got to understand he is what you, th- what you think he is. And I think ugly. that's the, I think that's the biggest compliment you can give because a lot of people when you hear it you're like man that's so fake mm. you know like that's so that's so for the interview it's so for, um, but then I think people see it like it's authentic and and you've you've done it you and Jenny have done it through your, your foundation work and Big League Impact and what you've created a platform for other guys to do it uh, but I want you to share the story about the guy from Houston um, because I think it's important and I think it just needs it, it people need to understand like there's the baseball side of things and then there's the real life other side of things and and i think me and you think similarly Mm -hmm. of man that other stuff is like the on the field stuff's cool yep but man this other stuff is is really why i'm here
0: yeah and the on the the on the field stuff uh gives us the platform to be able to go out and reach more people and that's why i'm super thankful for that and the platform that we've been given um but you're right the off-field stuff is what sticks with you way more i mean the story that you're uh, want me to tell goes back to 2013 we did a program or a uh, a, a project with water mission in honduras in Coyola aldea honduras and uh flew down there after we did this project this 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 town is kind of like two or three hours from anywhere right like it's just in the middle of nowhere and and uh we flew into a place called Tacoa and then we got on a on in like in a caravan and we 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 drove out into to you know the forest basically and um went through these little tiny villages and all these big giant uh pineapple fields and banana orchards and it was just really beautiful 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 land and uh and wonderful people and we got out to uh koela Saudia and when we we pulled up you know you're kind of thinking all right what what is this place like we, we had heard that it's 1500 people we heard that uh, it's up on this hillside, and they have no clean water. So they walk down all the way down this hill to get it from this river, and they get this river water, which is infested with all kinds of waterborne illness. And then they they walk all that disgusting water back up the hillside, and that's what they eat, clean, drink, wash, like cook with everything. That's their only water they have, and that's what everyone in that area does. And so, um, you know, we were able to to fund that project through our fantasy football draft the first one we ever did here where we uh we we picked a water project we picked that one in honduras and then we did a food project here in st louis and we did backpacks full of food with with half the money and half the money went to funding this project and uh so i pull up and i'm thinking gosh man i hope that that made a difference when we pull up to the town there's 1500 people with billboards you know poster boards with handwritten letters, thank you. Thank you, Big League Impact. Thank you, thank you, Adam Wainwright. Thank you, gracias, and I'm thinking, well, dang. All right, must have, must have been okay, and so <laughs> in the process, we also helped build latrines, and so uh, if we built a, a, a toilet for one family, and the, if the other family next to him wanted to have one also, they had to help build their neighbors, and then that whole process went so they all had latrines, they all had clean water, and so instead of walking two miles down this hill to get water, they could they only had to go that we installed the project at the top of the hill ran 50 taps down through the city uh and so that nobody had to walk more than 50 feet to get clean water throughout the whole village so um you know we, we pull up and and everyone's they're going crazy for it you know it's just life altering right and so you're thinking man that's great well fast forward and it was amazing. That was amazing. We walked through it, and, and some people hadn't used their bathrooms yet because they didn't want to use it until they, <laughs> they they showed us that they built it right and it was clean and it was great. And I'm like, all right, now go use it, mm-hmm. you know. And and uh, but they were but the water building in us, their their tummies were not hurting anymore, and so they could work and they could go to school and they could you know eat and be healthy. Um, so fast forward to this year, you know, we've done several other projects, but fast forward to this year, I'm pitching against Houston, have a terrible day, they just whooped me. Um, so just like every other start this year that it went wrong I was one or two pitches from with two outs away from getting out of it and instead I gave up six runs you know terrible and we lost the game and I'm feeling pretty low after the game and then Rip Rowan from the visiting clubhouse texts over and he says hey um, Mauricio Dubon from the Astros would like to meet you and, and uh, come shake your hand and I was like I mean was he going to come over here and rub it in like what's going on here I said sure yeah you know I'll, I'll meet him and talk to him. So he comes over and and uh, he wants me to sign a jersey for him. And he says, hey, well, I just have to tell you that I'm from a, a little town right next to Coelho Saudia And in my town, we used that water. And we didn't have clean water. And then we did. And I was so inspired by some gringo from, you know, South Georgia coming over here. That was a, a St. Louis Cardinals baseball player to come over here to my town, to my country to help our people he said it's inspired me to go out and and want to do the same thing Um, and I, I felt in that moment I thought golly you know I just got my tail whooped and things are not going too great at all for me in my own personal career but this platform is worth it you know I'm here for a reason and and what we were able to accomplish it's pretty cool yeah and so i walked out of that clubhouse that day you know walked i walked into there to meet mauricio feeling as low as i had all season and i walked out of there feeling higher than i had all season because i thought this matters i'm supposed to be here i'm supposed to be still playing baseball doing these things because sometimes when you have a bad game you're thinking what am i doing right right like why am i still doing this Mm -hmm. a lot of people want me to get out of here and retire and i understand that so what it like why am I putting myself through this when I've been through so many great things? And then I walk out of there going, that's why, Mm -hmm. that's why I'm here. You know? Yeah. I want to win games, but to be able to reach more people in, in other countries, in our country and, in the, the, the inner cities of St. Louis, wherever it is, that means something that's special. Yeah.
1: And there's a lot more of those stories too, that, that are out there over your, your time that you've been a part of. And, uh, your impact has been, been tremendous. Um, Thanks for sharing that because, I, I mean, that's a <clears throat> that doesn't happen very often. I mean, what are the chances yeah. that kid, part of that I don't water program, and then now in high. the big leagues, yeah. you know,
0: probably got four hits off you that day. And Well, yeah. you know, here's, a, here's another <laughs> inspiring thing from that too. So we brought water, but another Christian organization from California or someplace, they brought baseball equipment. Mm. And so, you know, whether you're bringing baseball equipment, water – bibles, you know, food, medicine, whatever it is. All of it means something cuz now Mauricio's in the big leagues because somebody brought baseball stuff right. from a different church here in the United States. Now he's thinking, now I you know, they thought that for me, they brought that for me. Now I want to go take that to them. And 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 that's true of like I feel like sometimes people don't understand the impact they could have if they would just put in the effort. Yeah. If they would just go and meet those people then they would catch that like you caught it and like i caught it When we go and you meet those people and you see their need you can't not do something about right. that and so i feel like if if more people went and saw that like if we took more people on our trips with us Kyle, mm-hmm. i feel like people would come back fire it up mm-hmm. to help more people yeah um we, we got to let you go here in a little bit because you got a lot of
1: things to do as you're uh wrapping your season up here but what's next what's your
0: you got a couple weeks left of the season and then what well, great question. I'm I'll be uh, calling the ALDS this year for Fox, um, so that's that's the first thing. But you know, you said it. I got five kids. <laughs> I got a wife at home who says bad word, bad word, bad word. <laughs> that I gotta I gotta go help her um, raise these kiddos up, and she does an amazing job, amazing mom. Um, and you know, I'd like to be able to coach them and some of the things they do. I got some music playing. I got an album coming out. Um, we're gonna to have to get a dog, you know, eventually here in the next couple of months because they've been waiting on that for a long, long time. Um, and uh, besides that, man, just grow the garden and you know, hopefully go on some mission trips and feed the people and and shake some hands and and uh, go to church, go to like a normal person would <laughs> on a, an eleven o'clock service on Sundays instead of having to you know have. 15 minutes of church on Sunday's chapel, you know, but, but I'll miss this. I'll miss, I'll miss being able to come into the clubhouse. I think more than even playing, I'll miss the guys. What, um, I mean, for,
1: for Cardinal fans, what do we expect out of, uh, for seeing you, you know, spring training, you know, has that been talked about yet down the road? I mean, obviously the red jackets
0: coming soon, but like, are we going to see you around here in St. Louis? Well, my wife's favorite time of year is spring training. It's her favorite time of year and uh you know that's the time we get to go down there and we don't know anybody uh nobody's trying to pull us in 12 different directions and stay by the beach and we love jupiter and the food down there and and uh kids love the little school they go to and and um you know that's just a great place so i eventually i don't know if this year i don't know i don't we'll have to see our schedule but uh eventually you're going to be stuck with me in spring training for sure (laughs) i'd love to come down there for at least a few weeks because plus i love our chapels that we have down there our bible studies that we have um between between uh games or at nights i love those times those are those are some of the most meaningful times we've had as in my career um but uh yeah we'll, we'll be back here every now and then for sure i mean this this is this is home for us too you know so we'll be back and forth so kid from south georgia
1: drafted by the Braves, traded to the St. Louis Cardinals, now having 200 wins, it's coming to an end. I mean, when you look back,
0: I mean, what what in the world? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> you know, I'm like, still not used to hearing that next to my name, though. That's really cool. And First of all, who, how did anyone win 300 games? This that's question, crazy. You know, because 200, I'm not sure many people are ever going to win 200 again, honestly. Um, Garrett Cole, he'll do it if he stays healthy. But it's not easy. You know, it's not easy to get there. Um, but uh, you're right man what a ride it's been what an incredible blessing what I mean to play and especially to play in one place my whole career to play here in St. Louis and call this home for 18 years has been uh, one of my life's joys and I would never ever ever trade it for anything in the world. Well I want you to
1: uh, enjoy these next, Couple of weeks here, you're gonna have a lot of ovations, uh, <laughs> a lot of celebrations, and, and you deserve every bit of it. And I mean it <clears throat> when I tell you, man, one of the most influential, but the most influential person in my life, personally. Um, I love you. My wife loves you. Um, you know, I mean, you, you and Jenny have been uh, tremendous to us, and and I have a little gift for you, oh, because um, you've paid for a lot of my meals <laughs> over over time. Paid um, for a few. Pa- paid for a lot of my meals and. Uh, never let me pay. And so I have something I wanna I wanna give
0: you. That's the dollar. So, yeah, it's the same thing you always try to give me. I'm still gonna say no to it. I want yeah, you to this take my dollar. This take him time. to Nobu and get him A five Japanese beef steak and fancy sushi whatever. Here, man, here, here, let me help. Let me and help I'm like, out. Oh man, I, I got it. Got it. He's like, No, seriously, I wanna help. And then he always hands up pulls out a dollar bill. Get that dollar bill out of my face. Well, oh, I love you, rascal. man. Congratulations, you deserve
1: every Thank bit of it. Um, it. It is fun to to be there and see it. And I got to see you as a young player transition to a leader uh, in that time frame. 2008 is when you were starting to shed the young guy, mm. become that leader. Um, and it couldn't have been any more perfect for me to, to benefit from it. All the other guys. So um, I'm your biggest fan, biggest cheerleader, man. And and I, I couldn't be happier for you. So. Um, enjoy the next couple now weeks we gotta go stick
0: a big buck together
1: i'm in <laughs> i'm in i'm pretty much a guide right now for my kids because yeah with their schedule but but i'm in so um but enjoy it and um, it's going to be a fun last right. week or week or so of the
0: season are we going to see you on the mound again can you can you break news here i think so i think so i mean you know, look you know i think if i didn't pitch again and that's if i can physically if i didn't pitch again i don't know if how that looks um I don't know, know. one nothing shutout looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good way. (laughs) Trust me, from a personal standpoint, that's a pretty good way to go out, you know. Um, But if I just got the number I was trying to get and then I was like, all right, I'm done, then I'm not sure that looks great, you know, if, if that's the right message, so. If I can pitch again, we're going to try to get out by there. Yep. Mentally, you going to throw a bullpen right now? Doesn't doesn't sound no, like no, a great idea. No, no, I've been idea. done with bullpens for months. <laughs> been done with bullpens for months, buddy. I hadn't, you know that the last month of this the season has has been. Uh, you save every every bullet for yep. the game, you know. I I told the the, the Brewers that yesterday I, I went over and thanked them. Well, I was actually I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah,
1: really cool moment that they stayed in the dugout. Yeah. Um, i think that shows the respect
0: that people in the league have for you yeah no that, that meant a lot to me i went over and thanked them just shook their hands personally and said thanks a lot sent some cigars over to them you know and just said hey that was great man that was super pro and just appreciated that and uh where was i going with that i don't even remember where i was going with that uh, i don't know what were we talking about something about <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> something it was that cool. was really important yeah it was yeah. cool and and uh i went over there and thanked them and oh wait oh yeah i said and uh i said hey listen man they said that was great that was cool to watch i mean even from our perspective like that was cool to watch you do that you know because like, we know you're not feeling great <laughs> i was like really how could you tell uh, uh i said 83 Look, didn't give it away yeah. i said listen <laughs> i had one more clip i shot every bullet i had that day you know and and uh and i did man i left it all out there but you know hopefully we got a little bit more left and then we'll see what happens. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode with Adam Wainwright.
1: Uh, You can watch any of our episodes on the Cardinals YouTube channel and check out any of our episodes last year and all of this year on anywhere that you get your podcast. Thanks for joining us this week, and we will see you next month.